it's time to jump off the pitch and jump on some lines. Welcome to the World Soccer Betting Show, presented by Picks and Parlays. Now here are your hosts for the show, Kyle Franco and Sean the Genius Miller. It's Franco in the Genius World Soccer Betting Show, and we're presented by Picks and Parlays. Welcome back. Group F is next on tap. Sean, what do you got? We got Belgium, Canada, who's, I don't know, Canada's in the world. I can't even believe Canada's in the World Cup. It's a hockey country. You got Morocco and you got Croatia. It's not the most glamorous group that we're going to talk about here, but it could be pretty interesting, especially when you start to look at these teams that might advance. Yep. Belgium, FIFA ranked number two. It's the 14th appearance. This is Roberto Martinez, of course, in charge. Third in 2018. Belgium, 4 2 and 2 in 2022. Um, you know, this is really the, the last hurrah for the golden generation of these Belgium players yes. together. Um, you know, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, obviously, they got a big injury up top. Romelu Lukaku. Uh, Lukaku has only played four times for Inter Milan this year um, since he moved. You know, back on loan from from Chelsea, so who knows yeah, what his availability is is going to be. Anyway. Um, but Sean, your your take on Belgium? I mean, they have Kevin De Bruyne, who's you know obviously phenomenal player, uh, but you know who's a little bit injury prone. This team is getting older. I know they're FIFA ranked second. I mean, they've been so highly ranked for so long. Here's the thing about Belgium too: they were this close to go into the World Cup final, and they, and they would have beat Croatia. So, you know, that game with France last time in 2018 was the final. I mean, it was a heavyweight battle, too. I mean, it, uh, Samuel and TD got the header in, in the second half, but both teams had chances. Um, and it, at, at the end of the day, the problem that I think Belgium had, and it might be an issue, obviously, once again, is... and. You know, just if you if you watched our uh, Group E preview that came out earlier today, I'm uh, sure you did. And I remember to like, subscribe, ring the bell, and all that stuff. Um, you know, this team is a little bit further down the 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 uh, odds here, down at you know ninth or tenth to win the World Cup because who is going to score the goals? We talk about it all the time. If Lukaku is hurt, and look, Lukaku is sometimes he's not a big game player either as well. Who is going to put the ball in the net? And their defense is a little bit suspect as well. Their defense is a little older here. Hazard's the, the, always the hurt. The squad itself is a little bit older. Um, yeah. The, you know, the, you look the, at some some of the ages on this this squad. Kevin De Bruyne is 31. Axel Witzel is is 33. Uh, you know, some of the names you, you may write. Eden, Eden Hazard is 31. Dries Mertens is 35. Uh, Torgan Hazard, is his brother, his younger brother, is 29. Uh, Michi Badushwai. 29 like th those yeah, are some of the, the options that they have in terms of putting the ball in the goal yeah I, look they're, they're gonna win the group i think you know they're gonna you know i don't know who could because croatia is old too and some of these other teams but uh, you know when you start to and we'll get into this a little bit later about you know whether or not they can win the tournament and whatever i you know their last year was there that was the chance 2018 the last tournament that was their chance they never win these tournaments they have all kinds of talent they never win i can't imagine now that they're older all of a sudden they're going to be the one that's surprising right. and goes and through. they missed out on the nation's league final coming up they lost both of their losses uh this year have, have been to the netherlands that's which right. is the team that won that group um i 
I, I mean, there's so much talent. Like any team with De Bruyne, but once again, do you, do you trust Kevin De Bruyne to play a month of a tournament without getting hurt? He's always hurt. He misses times. Like he he should have been the last three or four years the the Premier League Player of the Year, and you know. But all the time, he, he misses like 10, 12, 14 games because he's always banged up. So that's, I, that's one of the biggest challenges of this tournament in general based on the timing of it. Is yeah. Because you have all these club games sandwiched in before the tournament starts, you know, players are dropping left and right. Yeah. And, yep. and you don't know, like, we're recording this and, and we don't know. Somebody may have get hurt the weekend before the tournament starts in a club. You know it's going to happen. Somebody yeah, is yep. going to get injured in that that you're, last you're, weekend yeah, of games before the the tournament starts, and it's and it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because it's going to rob us of seeing some uh, a star player. Yeah, Hyun Ming Song, obviously. Yeah, uh, it, it's weird because you know at the end of the season, a lot of times, uh, you know, there, there, sometimes players get hurt in you know in April and May, but you know a lot of times if if you know this these teams. They're 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 kind of ramping back at, at that point because look we're not winning the league you know we're not finishing the Champions League we're you know eighth in the league whatever so like they have a chance to kind of you know I, you know just rest players now I mean these teams are right in the middle of the thick of stuff so yeah I, I just you know Belgium is very good but you know you look right now they're the number two ranked team in the world and they're, they they are plus seventeen hundred to win the tournament which is. The ninth choice. Well, let's talk uh, another team in Group F, and that's Croatia. FIFA rank is 12th uh, for Croatia. It's the eighth appearance. Runner-up in 2018. Uh, of course, lost in the final to France in Russia. 5-1-2 uh, in 2022. They've uh, won four in a row. They were first in a Nations League group that has Denmark and France in it. And, of course, uh, again, a kind of a golden generation uh, for Croatia. Uh, probably the last World Cup for Luka Modric and uh, Ivan Perisic, uh, those obviously being the, the two big stars. Yeah, and, you, you know, I, you got to remember uh, Luke, Luka Modric, Ballon d'Or winner in 2018 here, so uh, very talented. I think the good thing for Belgium and Croatia, both of the teams, you know, they both they start with Morocco and Canada, and they flip-flop, and then, you know, Croatia will play Belgium on match day three, on you know, on December 1st. And by that time, you know, if they're both on six points or something, they both know they're through and and whatever it is, they'll be through. I I think this Croatia team is is very talented, obviously. Luka Modric is a magician. Uh, They have very talented players. Uh, and I could see this team maybe making this the last run. And I, you know what? If I was going to pick any kind of uh, upset f- to win a group uh, outside of the uh, the teams that it, that is favored, I think it would be this team. I think it would be Croatia because right now, you know, Croatia is plus two twenty five to win the group. Belgium obviously minus one fifty five. I, I think that would be the only team I would pick. I think they could win this group. Uh, let me correct one thing. I said it's Croatia's Croatia's sixth appearance uh, in in the World Cup. Yugoslavia. Um, right. So. And then, uh, of course, uh, I can't wait to see the classic checkerboard kits, which are some, yes. of, the, some of the best in the world. Not that that, not that, that should influence <laughs> whether you pick them or not. We, yeah, we should have a show about all that stuff. Best, I mean, best uh, kits at the World Cup. I mean, yeah, look, this crazy team is very good, and I know a lot of people were rooting for them last year. Uh, I keep saying last year, last tournament in 2018. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I it's interesting because – you know, once again, when you look at the schedule, you know, Croatia plays Morocco first, 
and then they play Canada second. So, you know, they could get some momentum going into the final third game. All right, Morocco, FIFA ranked 22. This is uh, the sixth appearance as well for Morocco. Uh, round of 16 in 1986 in Mexico. Uh, Morocco is 7-2-3 in 2022. Uh, and they'll also uh, have some talented players. Of course, um, we, we all know Ziyech from Chelsea, uh, 42 caps, 17 goals. And then Hakimi with PSG, uh, the defender, he's got eight goals in 53 caps. Yeah, I mean, you look. I mean, you know, Hakimi, uh, Mizrawi, uh, Roman Saiz, who played, obviously, in the Premier League for a while with, with Wolves and some teams. Uh, they got players playing at different different teams. Uh, I, I think they, Yunus Belhanda, uh, they're getting a little bit older. Uh, they don't have a lot of younger players, El Hadidi. Um, you know, the squad's not terrible. I, I think these games are going to be pretty interesting. I, I, I think they could play with some of these teams. I, I do like the squad a little bit. Um, they got players. I mean, sometimes when you look at these, these some of these teams that you don't think has a chance, um, you know, and then you kind of look and you're like, man, you know what? They they play for some decent teams here. I mean, they got I think guys. they're one of those teams, right? You start yeah, looking at their yeah. you start looking at their squad list. And you start looking at the clubs that these guys play for, and you go, you know, they're not terrible. You know, they're not terrible if it if it comes together. Now it's got to all all gel and and mesh together because we've seen that before, where guys will come in from uh, all sorts of different clubs, and you look at the names of the club, and then you watch them play on the field as as the national team, and it doesn't necessarily come together. Yeah, yep. And I, you know, I think obviously the first game for for Morocco is massive. I mean, if Morocco could get any kind of result against Croatia, I mean, man, if they could win the if they could win that game, all of a sudden you're like, wow, you know, this team could do something in this group. That first game is so massive. And then you kind of, you know, when you compare the Moroccan squad to the Canada squad, and, we're, you know, we'll go through Canada in, in, in a minute here, the, the 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 level of play and the level of teams that these Moroccan um, players, you know, or in the the domestic squads, I, I I think you know you could say, wow, you know what, this Moroccan team's not terrible. Speaking of, oh Canada, <laughs> okay, I'll stop singing now. <laughs> Canada FIFA rank forty one. This is just the second appearance for the Canadians. The only other one was the group stage in Mexico in nineteen eighty six. Um, Canada won the Concacaf uh, octagonal octa. What are we calling that? It used to be a hex, then it was an octa. Yeah. They won. They won the final Concacaf stage, uh, twenty-eight points ahead of Mexico on goal differential. Canada is six and four in twenty twenty-two. Uh, it did have a dispute with its federation that forced it to cancel a, a friendly during the last window. Uh, but there are some good players on this Canada squad. Obviously, Alfonso Davies uh, is the first name. The Bayern Munich player, uh, Jonathan David from from Lille in France, has twenty-two goals and thirty-four caps. And then Kyle Lahren. Uh, has 25 goals and 54 caps. He's now with Club Brugge. Yeah, yeah. You know, J- Jonathan David getting linked with a bunch of Premier League teams. Uh, you know, when you look and uh, some of these players, you know, obviously Junior Hoylet's getting old there, but David and uh, Kyle Lahren, uh, they're, they, you need somebody, once again, who can put the ball in the net. So I think, uh, I think this team can do it. And the other thing is, you know, when you go through... CONCACAF qualifying and just dominate. I mean, they, they were very 
They, uh, they were, I, they I won thought, a look, lot of games. I they won a lot of games. I thought they did some of it with smoke and mirrors. Yeah, uh, no. I, but, and but and they, some of it at the, the benefit of a, a good home field advantage. Yeah. I mean, they played two games against the U.S. and, and Mexico in less than ideal conditions. Yeah. That Mexico yeah. game was played in like a blizzard. Um, Can't believe but, it was snowing But, you know, Canada. Give, Can, give Canada credit. Uh, it had been so long since yep. that that team had found any kind of success. Uh, and then to win the CONCACAF, uh, you know, definitely deserves huge credit. Uh, John Herdman, uh, an interesting story, was the women's manager for the Canadian women team, women's team, uh, and and then took the job over for the men's team. And, and look, I, I think they're going to go to the World Cup, and they're going to play a similar style to what they did in CONCACAF. They're going to sit back. They're not going to be afraid to to soak up some pressure, and then they're going to rely on on some of these talented guys they have to play on the break. Like when Alfonso Davies gets going in space, I mean, there's not many people on any team that's going to be able to stop him. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, the group, the November 23rd, 5 a.m. game is Morocco-Croatia. Morocco is plus 350, Croatia minus 116. November 23rd at 2 is Belgium. Belgium's huge favorite here, minus 300, Canada plus 800. The second game's... Those the teams are going to switch. So Belgium is going to host Morocco. And Belgium is minus 185. Morocco is plus two, 525. So you can already see that the the you know the people kind of are giving Morocco a little bit more of a chance in these games. Croatia is minus 124 against Canada. Then the third game will be Morocco and Canada and uh, Croatia. Belgium. Yeah. So, so who's who's on upset alert? I think you kind of kind of hit it earlier. I think you think it's the first game. Morocco. Uh, maybe surprises Croatia. Yeah, I think, you know, the first game when you, you, you have to look at that. Look, I, I'm not sure how good this Croatia team is. I wouldn't be stunned if Croatia won the group, but I also wouldn't be stunned, you know, if you go through and you say, you know, this team. And, and for me, you know, if, if you say, you know, you can get pretty good value in this first game at Morocco and draw probably around plus 120 or something like that. When we talk about these games, I, I, I think this could be the game where there's an upset now you know i i just because just just because me like once again you, like you said with the smoke and mirrors i don't think this canada team I, i'm just not sure how good they are and this is going to be a different completely different stage so for me i think morocco has a better chance to do something in this thing and morocco you know if they beat croatia probably goes through yeah i i think i think morocco's got a chance but i think they got to get something from that first game like that's 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 the way I look at it. I still think you know, obviously Belgium and, and Croatia are the two favorites. I can't I can't see Canada taking anything off Belgium in no. that first game. I just can't I I just can't see it. Um, you know, and then that that sets you up. You know, Belgium against Morocco, Croatia against Canada. All of a sudden, you know, that becomes a huge huge Belgium Morocco game if Morocco comes yeah. into that with any any kind of points. Yeah, I, I just yeah, this this group is tough. I I, I know people are just gonna and you know I, I, I know the I, natural I, thing is to look I at may that end and up go, just saying Belgium Croatia right. as well, but I just I think this Morocco team has a chance, and you know when you start to you know look at at, at kind of the odds for that, you know top two Morocco is plus two hundred, Croatia minus two hundred. You know, obviously, to finish last, and this is where you can kind of, I think, make make a little money if you're looking at this. Canada is last to, to finish last in the group is plus money. Oh, you can bet so on, like, you can oh, bet on, yeah, you can bet on, you can bet on anything. So I, I, you know, 
if you're, I just think Canada has is going to struggle in this group. I mean, could they beat Morocco in, in match day three and and come finish third? Yeah, of course, but you know it doesn't matter at that point. But you know, I just think Morocco is the one that has a chance to maybe do something. Will they come out of it? Well, they're not winning the group, I doubt. But you know, could they come out and finish second? I, I think a couple of these African teams could surprise in this tournament. So who's moving on? Now that you've just talked Morocco up. I'm going to say Belgium and Morocco. I think Morocco finishes second. There you go. I, I'm going to go Belgium, and I'm going to stay uh, which to chalk. And I think Croatia, which has been going pretty good in, in the Nations League, yeah. finished on top of a tough a tough group there. Yeah, I'm going to go Belgium. Yeah. I'm going to go Croatia, Belgium first, Croatia second. Yeah, you know, I think you have a pretty good chance of Croatia to get through here. But I, I'm just going to take a chance. And, you know, sometimes you got to do little, that. A little sometimes bit, you just got to take a chance. I, I'm, not, I'm not super confident in it, but uh, I, I think maybe Morocco could, could get through. Can here. anybody from this group win the World Cup? No. I don't think you so. You don't think you don't think Belgium they could maybe with a draw uh you know let me see they have Well you're going to get either depending on where you finish you're either going to get the group E winner or the group E runner up which means you could be looking at Spain or Germany in the group E if so, the round yeah, of 16. Yeah, they can't. I, no, I, I think they're out in the round of 16. I just I mean they're talented but you know I don't think they're beating either of those teams. Um and then you know so if they so if they win the group they're gonna, and then they have to play winner of Group H or runner up of Group G, Group G, which is coming up next. Coming up next, which is probably gonna be, uh, you know, winner of Group G is probably Brazil. When we don't give anything away, you got to tune in tomorrow for that. But for, I, for Belgium, it's to, a group that includes Brazil that's coming up next. For Belgium to win this tournament, they would have to just, you know, they they would have to play every game. I, I they would be underdogs probably in every game. I think you look once again, they're FIFA ranked second, so you can't, you know, you got they're they're got to be pretty good to be FIFA ranked second, but. You know, they're old, so I, you know, I, I don't think they can win, and no one else could win. Like Mar if Morocco or Croatia goes through, like Croatia's not going to the final again. There's no way. Well, we shall see. This is Franco in the Genius World Soccer Betting Show again. We're presented by Picks and Parlays. Stick around, uh, and we'll come back with the final two groups. And make sure you're checking in and like, subscribe, ring the bell, and remember we got these episodes dropping every day. So set those timers up so you can watch the shows. Thanks for listening to the World Soccer Betting Show. Like and subscribe if you're new, and make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Missed an episode? Our podcast is available on YouTube, Apple, Google Cast, Spotify, and more. The World Soccer Betting Show is presented by Picks and Parlays.